In studio with us this morning from the Vita Tax site here in Hutchinson, Leah Chandler with the Volunteer Center and Sue Weggerly, who has helped out with uh, the taxes at the Vita site for quite some time. So I wanted to talk to both of you uh, because one of the Saturday open days for the Vita site is coming up this weekend. Good morning, ladies. Good, Good morning. morning. All right. So, Leah, we'll start with just the basic scheduling stuff. When are they open? And uh, the day that I know this weekend's one of the Saturdays, but you've got regular hours as well. Right. We're open on Tuesdays from 8.30 to 6.30 and Wednesdays and Thursdays from 8.30 to 2.30. And as Nick said, we'll be open this Saturday from 8.30 to 1.30. Okay, so this is an opportunity for folks who work during the week to get in and get tax prepare, preparation going on. Um, the tax, uh, the income has changed again. I assume with inflation, Sue, it's up once more. Yes. it's Actually, it's based on the earned income credit, that uh, the top earned income credit that's available, and it's up to $64,000 this year. Okay. So $64,000 or less, uh, you at least... Most folks will be uh, would be eligible to come come get help from you guys. There are exceptions, but but speaking generally, that's true. As long as they're within our scope, the IRS defines our scope, and there are some things that we can do and some things that we can't do. So if people are in our scope, almost we can do almost anyone. All right. Well, Sue, with the increase in the standard deduction to. Um, how much, or I guess I should say, how many of those folks that fall in that uh, income range, it's just pretty simple. It's called standard deduction and do all the math. Um. <laughs> That's true. Last year, I think out of, we, we prepared around 1,500 returns, and of those 1,500, only about three were able to itemize. The thing of it is, though, the state will allow you to itemize separate from the federal, and their standard deduction is much lower. For example, a single person would have a standard deduction of 13850 at the federal level, but at the state level, it's $3,500. So even though you might not be able to itemize at the federal level, you might still, if you have lots of deductions, you might want to bring them in so that we can check and see if you can itemize at the state level. Okay, yeah, because there's quite a bit of difference there between the two. So um, that's, a, and that's one thing that the Vitasite does do, is you guys do both the federal and the state returns. So uh, so folks can get it all done one day while they're at the same place. That's true. Actually, we do the state, the federal, and we also do homestead returns for people who own their homes and pay taxes on their homes. And that's a big deal these days with people saying, hey, uh, my property taxes have gone up. The homestead tax credit's the way that they try to give some of that money back. That's so, correct. Um, what paperwork do people need to bring with them? They always have to have a photo ID and their social security card, or if they're on social security, they can bring their benefit statement. But the IRS is very interested in avoiding identity theft, and so we have to make sure that that's the person that they say they are, and we have to see their social security card. Every year we get somebody said, I didn't have to bring it last year, and every year we say, yes, you did have to bring it. Even if we've done your taxes before, we still have to see the social security card. And you need one for not only them, but if, if you've got a family, everybody in 
the family too, right? Correct. Anyone who is on the tax return, we need to see social security cards for. Okay. So you need to find everybody's social security card, um, wherever you've got it, uh, that you normally don't get it out for anything. This is the one thing uh, that you want to be sure to get it out for if you're going to go have your taxes done at the VITA site that is at the Salvation Army. And so uh, you guys are working on lots of returns. Like you said, there are just a handful at the federal level that are itemized, uh, but but a lot more at the state level. Any other tax law changes, or is it mainly about the standard deduction, at least at the level you guys are? Well, last year, if you were 18 years old and on up to however, you could claim an earned income credit. They brought that back this year to you have to be between 25 and 65. So if you're under 25, you're not eligible for earned income credit. If you're over, if you're 65 and over, you're not eligible for that. Okay, so that narrowed it quite a bit. So that's going to change the amount of money back that folks, uh, generally speaking, folks got. um, Because if they got the EIC, um, quite often that meant that they they were already going to get a they they were already going to get a return. It just made it bigger. That's correct. And then, of course, everyone always compares this year to last year. Well, I got more back last year, but that doesn't always happen. Sue, um, just I guess. Maybe you can explain, uh, try to explain anyway, uh, what what your scope is. What can you guys do for the folks whose income falls below 64000 a year? Well, we can do most all W-2s. We can do some 1099Bs, which are stocks and bonds and things like that. That's more limited. We can do uh, Social Security. We can do... I actually, I have to look up sometimes be, hmm. when people come in, depending on the letter that's in a certain box. And so I have several things clipped in my big binder of tax information that I have to double check to make sure it's in scope. Okay. And that's part of what those folks that take your social security card and give you the form and all that do, isn't it? Is to say, hey, and, and take a quick look through to be sure that there isn't something obvious that says, yeah, this is a this is beyond the scope. You're going to need to go to somebody else. That's true. We have screeners and they are not... Uh, They do not know the tax law, so they can't say anything about tax law, but they can look over and see if they see, and I've made some notes for them, if you see this, you know, this is out of scope, or if you see this, or if you see this, come in and ask me or Marlene and see if if we, if that's something that we can do. So it has, when I first started, I was uh, just a preparer, and that we had no screeners, the people weren't screeners until they came in and sat down in front of the tax preparer. So they might sit out there for three or four hours and then come in and sit down and, oh, I'm sorry, you're out of our scope. So that that this has helped a whole lot. So we've kind of tried to streamline the process. Sure. And you said you had about 1,500 returns or so last year. How many have you got so far this year? Do you know? Oh, let's see. I just, aver- oh, I think maybe a couple hundred. I don't 
Okay. I don't have that ready at my fingertips. <laughs> well, but we're, it's only been a couple of weeks, too. That's, that's the other thing. That's true. Because um, most folks, if they're W-2 folks, they don't get their tax form until the end of January. So um, so they're, they're just now kind of figuring out what uh, they want to do. That's true. And sometimes some of the information from brokerage firms doesn't have to be out at the same time. And so... We prefer people to wait until they get all of their tax forms because we can do amended returns, but we don't like to have to do them because we've already had someone who who came back in and we'd already filed the return. Oh, I got another W-2. So then you have to go through the process of, of updating the return. And so it's better if they wait. Well, and part of that's because it's that same reason that uh, you talked about earlier. It's the identity theft piece because... They want to because the IRS wants to be sure that it's the same person bringing on all these forms and that they're not faking forms or things like that. That's true, and all of these forms that come to these people are all all also sent to the IRS. So I had someone come in the other day and she was going to owe some money and she said, well, maybe I just shouldn't file. And I said, yeah, you should file because the IRS is going to know everything that we know and everything that you know. So you might as well get it over with. Right. And uh, if I'm remembering my IRS uh callers thing before he said the failure to file penalty is actually bigger than the failure to pay penalty that could prob- probably be yes. <laughs> and so because they just don't want people to try to try to avoid it is the main thing and so i guess uh, sue when you talk to somebody about being a tax preparer because you have volunteers that do this um what kind of background do they need to be able to help you out a willingness because we can train anyone and we always have someone in on the site that can help if you have a question we have two new people this year and we have the person with the most experience has been with us 17 years i believe so we go from 17 years to the first year and the first year i have to admit it's kind of when that first person sits down in front of you and you think, oh my gosh, I have total responsibility for this person's tax return. But that's not totally true because as a VITA site, every return that's prepared in our site has to be reviewed. And we have a design, two designated reviewers and who are very knowledgeable and they will review to make sure that everything's correct. Well, and, and that's so important because uh, you just want to be able to do this once. And every and all of these, uh, it, this is all filed electronically and all the kinds of things so you can get your refund as quickly as the IRS can turn it around. You use all the technology like that. That's normal. true. And if you do direct deposit, which the IRS says is the fastest way, then it goes from directly into your bank account. And so you got to have that information for folks to put on the form too, right? That's correct. We also have, if, if someone comes and they don't have the time to sit there, because we are a walk-in site, so it's first come, first serve. But if you come and you don't have the time to stay, we do have a drop-off service, and you can leave your papers, and they're under lock and key in two different places. So... We can then we can prepare them as we have time and as we have 
blank spots in the day because every day is not that 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 right at one right after another so it's nice to have some to give to to tax preparers because they don't like downtime they don't like to sit around Right. Again, the Hutchinson Vita site is a service of the Volunteer Center. It's at the Salvation Army at 700 North Walnut, and it is open between now and April 11th, regularly on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, but it will be open this Saturday, February 17th, and again on Saturday, April 6th from 8.30 to 1.30. So you can go on by and you can find out what paperwork you need as well. Uh, They've got a Facebook page where you can find out all the details on that, and of course, We'll put up a story as well at hutchpost.com later on in the week before the Saturday event.